everybody. This is your girl, CC, but where it begins magazine. And usually I have Mickey Monday on the line with us, but we have Miss Lacey taking his place this week. Hey, Miss Lacey, how are you? Hello, how are you doing? How are you doing? Happy Tuesday. Yes, I am happy. <laughs> well, we have a special guest on the line with us. I'm going to let her introduce herself of who she is and what she does. Hey, how are y'all? Uh, Rakesha Bennett. I am an independent um, Christian gospel artist. Um, I'm so happy that you guys invited me on here today to Where It Begins. I'm so excited to hear more about you guys. Um, yeah, that's it. Oh, well, what made you want to be a gospel artist? Oh my gosh, that is something that has been a part of my life since I can remember. Um, I grew up in the Baptist church in, um, in the South in Birmingham, and I've always been a part of choir. I've always been an intricate part of uh, church period. Um, I was young starting off, you know, that little girl in the choir singing hello hard out on the mic. And um, it just developed from there to something that I just continue to work with. Um, but it wasn't until my adult life that I've decided that I really wanted to pursue it seriously um, through college and growing and marriage and kids. I finally decided that, okay, I want to accept it. This is what I want to do with my life. And um, that's how I started from there. Okay. Well, who are your top five gospel artists? Or who are your top five that maybe influenced you to be a gospel artist? Okay. Okay. Right now or like overall? <laughs> Okay, so overall, I guess I would say um, Yolanda Adams is up there, CC Winans, Kurt Franklin. Um, if you yeah. want to go back to a little bit more um, Trinity 5-7, they were a really big deal because to me, they you know first started off that kind of contemporary like gospel music uh -huh. um, with nice R&B and hip hop beats like back then, probably before it became so prominent now. Um, so I, I gave you four. Um, I guess I can give you somebody from today so I don't sound too old school. Um, I, I like, um, I like Corinne Hawthorne, um, okay. CCM artist. Um, so a few. Okay, awesome. Those are great choices. Well, I have a question. Yes, ma'am. With you being coming, um, coming up from Birmingham. What really made you grounded to stay with gospel music? Um, I think it mostly was like my um, Christian foundation. Mm -hmm. um, I always say the greatest gift that was ever given to me um, by my mom was introducing me to my faith, my religion. Um, everything I do, all my dis decisions, everything that I feel like is compels what life is, is grounded in my faith. Um, I can sing about love through Christianity. I can sing about relationships through Christianity. I can sing about um, whatever <laughs> life has to bring through gospel and Christianity. And that's kind of my heart's cry. That's like what I know best. That's how I make all my <laughs> uh, life choices and decisions. And I know it more. It comes from a real place when I'm singing it. Um, so I guess that's why. Okay. 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 So um, a lot of people um, put you in a category of, I say, but Jessica Reddy. Yeah. Do you, do you think that put pressure on you or how do you feel about that? Yes. I, I didn't even know that, you know? <laughs> so I'm like, what? No, she's amazing. Um, 
makes me feel um I I'm just I don't know out outdone because she's a really really good you know artist and a lot of her music is really good. Um, so it, I'm, I feel good about it. It, may, it makes me feel like I'm doing something right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, let's talk about your single. Let's talk about God Flow and the motivation behind it. Okay. Yes, God Flow. Um, so just I just honing into like a lot of my personal experiences. Um, I'm the type of person who I am. I, I tend to like to try, try to take control of situations. I try to figure it out. I try to have my plan A, B, C. If A don't work, I'm gonna do B, I'm gonna do C and I'm gonna do D. But ever comes a time that I was at a point in my life where, you know, nothing was working. Everything seemed to be, you know, steering its own way. And I'm like, what is this? I have control over nothing. Everything is just going, you know, and I had to come back to, you know, my Christian beliefs, my, what I've always been taught, like, you know, uh, to put everything in God's hand, you know, let him lead and guide the situation, lean out into your own understanding, um, and let him do it. So, and that's with every situation in life, like I said earlier, relationships, parenting, um, <laughs> marriage, um, work decisions, school, I was just in a lost situation. So I say, you know what, uh, I'm just gonna let it go. I'm gonna pray about it, you know, I'm gonna have faith and I'm gonna let him handle it. And I feel like um I wasn't the only person feeling like that, you know, at a at a time. So I just started writing and I was like, this is a message that I want to send out there right now. Okay, okay. And I also see that you um you auditioned for the Apollo. How was that experience? Yeah, it was <laughs> Fun. It was fun. Um, I know uh, when I was in Birmingham, I think I was in uh, before I had graduated from high school, and um, Apollo came to do auditions in Birmingham. I think at the Sheraton Hotel um, back then, and um, I just knew for sure I was going to get a spot because it's Apollo. You have the talent, and you go. And um, but when I didn't, I was like, "What happened?" You know. But I had to understand that so much goes into you know casting for shows like that. But it was a very a very good um, opportunity. It was a. It was. It let me know more. Like I can do this. You know, this is what I want to do. I want to audition. I want to sing. Um, whether it turns out good or bad, I'm, I'm gonna try it. Um, it was a good experience overall. Okay. Well, at least you got that opportunity. Yeah, I did. Wasn't really coming Birmingham like that. So at then. It did it. So um, when it did, it was like, you know, I'm going to take this chance. You know, we got some some light shining on us mm -hmm. now. Let's try to put us on the map right quick. And, um, <laughs> and uh, that was another thing, you know. I felt like I wasn't only just doing it for myself, but to show people, like, we have a lot of talent here in this city. You know, like, we're more than for like civil rights and all that type of stuff. Um, it's some really good talent. I was I was doing it for all of that. So it was great. It was a good experience. Okay. So with everything going on in the world now, um, do you think that you will be one of the top gospel artists? Because the simple fact it's so, you know, you see so many people in the gospel world that they get switched into the R&B or anything like that. How do you feel about that? And do you see yourself becoming that way as well? Um, I don't really see myself going into um, the R&B world, um, but I do see myself dabbing in the different areas of Christian music. Um, um, I, like I said earlier, I love CPM, like Christian contemporary 
I love the old school gospel. Yes. You know the modern gospel that's out now. I see myself dabbing in those different areas as well because I do love R and B now. Like I have a '90s R and B fan to the heart of me. Um, I, I do feel like I can incorporate some of those stylistic okay um, beats and rhythms into my message of Christianity. Okay. Okay. I ask that because I see a lot of gospel artists doing it now, and it's actually like gravitating more of the youth into more gospel. Mm -hmm. So it's like it's it's neat to see it, you know, because like at least it's a way for them to get to understand Christianity and God and things of that nature. Yeah, I understand. I totally agree. Um, I'm I'm one to say that I was a part of a young Christian movement that was wanting and yearning for more music that we could relate to, you know, right. instead, um, instead of the more uh, old school uh, religion, gospel music with the, you know, yelling and the hollering screaming. I mean, that's all good, it's great, but I was one back then who wanted more. So I was so thankful for like I said, Trinity 5-7, and Kurt Franklin, who gave us that back then, you know, because of them, it has skyrocketed to what it is now. You know, that's something yeah. that I believe. And Yolanda Adams, even, she would kind of bring a soulful, um, um, bluesy type style yeah. um, gospel music back then. And I was a super fan of hers. So, yes, I do plan on um, bringing those styles into my music. I don't think I would like that, would be my genre. Um, okay is definitely needed to reach what is most needed to be reached these days so yes mm -hmm. okay. i agree with you on that because it's going it's a lot of stuff going on and we do need it yeah man um i was thinking about it the other day and i was like it's just a movement right now because um it's surprisingly how many young people that i've come across don't even believe don't even, you know, it's like Christianity, what any religion, you yeah. Know, you know, and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And um it's 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 almost like it's a dying thing, you know, like no one's really and no one's talking about it. Never. Talking about a way to reach it. And I think, you know, we we approach it from this untangible way. You know, we yeah. try to not make Christianity relate to real life. You know, and how to live as a Christian in real life. Right. I think when people think about Christians and you know religious people, they think, oh my God, like they're just holy of the vow. You know, we can't, we can't, yeah. we can't relate yeah. to. That. Yes. Like we, we need to tear that wall down because it's not true. Okay. I need that. I've been there. Okay, I've been a teen in the church. You know. Yeah. <laughs> we all have. So I've been. Trying to be in teen life and then hop to church on Sunday, so you know I get it. You know I really get it, and you're you're definitely right. It is it is much needed right now, and I hope that I can do my part in um trying to make it. Okay, I see it happening. I see it happening. Appreciate. So, where do you see yourself in the next three years? In the next three years, I, I know I want to release a full album. I do. 
Um, I would love to work on um, more philanthropic work um, for inner city kids, um, as well as um, inner city kids that happen to be out in the suburbs. You know, a lot of people don't look like us um, that are out there who need the support. Um, I also plan on um, working with more artists, just create and create as much music and content as I can. Um, that's what I can see right now. Okay. So behind the scenes, what has been the biggest challenge you had as a gospel artist? Um, just being out there. You know, I know you mentioned earlier, Ms. Lacey, about you know, there are some big names out there in um, is there room for me? And I think that's been my biggest obstacle thus far. Um, just tr trying to create a lane for myself, you know, and trying to um, get as much um, out there as I can so that I can have the opportunity to create more and to um, create more substantial music and messages. So just that part has been the most challenging. Okay. So you have, I know you had said kids earlier in our interview, um, yeah, your um, husband and your kids. So my question is with you having the kids and the, the generation that we're coming up with, how do they feel about the way your gospel music are? What do they say? Like, mom, you're into gospel. Like, okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, they, you know, they're, um, they're funny about it, I tell you. My son, he's really into um, like fresh beats and um, the sound quality of stuff. And he'll be like, um, I, I think this sound a little too. I know you like your 90s and I know you like your old school, but I think <laughs> more uh, beat or a little bit more like bass drop or something. I'm like, you think so? Like somebody can be in the car like thumping it is like, okay, I can do that. Um, but they love the message though. I try to teach them from you know, a realistic lens of what it is to be a Christian. So, okay. Fairy tale view of what it means, I feel like, um, of what some people think it is, and they love it like they they love it. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. But what is a fun fact about yourself? I want to get personal a little bit. Oh, fun fact. Um, like I said, I like I like nineties R and B. Um, something fun. I don't like a lot of. Okay, if you can't think of fun, think of something like this. What is something you love doing that people don't know about? You know what? To be honest, like I really do like to cook. Like I really do. Like I ain't the one. Like when somebody mentioned Rakisha, they're not gonna relate that to the kitchen. Like they're not gonna be like, right. I'm gonna be burning. I do like, and it's something that I only picked up because my daughter she loves to bake, and so uh -huh. I'm, my daughter likes to bake, and I got one. I got a hitter. She's only eight, and. <laughs> So I'm in the kitchen helping her and I just grown a, a life to it. Like I really like to do it. I like to cook and bake. Weird. Like I never thought I'd be the one saying that. Um, but I do. I, that's something I do like to do. Well, what's your favorite dish? Well, 
cook mac and cheese for my son. He likes mac and cheese and cornbread. I kind of developed this scratch cornbread recipe that I cook for him. Um, yeah. And my daughter, she just loves to get it. I know that's not like cooking, but I try to throw some things in there to make it a little original. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Um, so, Rakeesh, since you moved from Birmingham to Texas, how do you like it in Texas now? Um, well, so funny. Um, now I'm in Nashville. I moved. Oh, from wow. Um, I have a job located here, is here now, so we're here now. I've only been here for about a month and a half, but I keep on Texas. Um, I don't know, Birmingham just has a special place in my heart. You know, so many things great came out of Birmingham for me. I know it wasn't like an ideal place for a lot of people, but um, like a lot of my foundations like, to make me who I am out of Birmingham so I'm going to always love Birmingham for what it gave to me you know um Houston was it was different it was it was it was big it was wide you know it was great <laughs> um, I, um, I had some great experiences there I mean I like Houston it was a good it's a good city okay okay so what's next for you? You know, what's the big, next big thing for you? Do you have any upcoming events or any projects you're working on? Um, or anything we could get exclusive? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do plan on dropping another single soon. Um, so be on the lookout for that. I don't want to, you know, say too much about it, but I do plan on dropping something before, right, maybe right before the summer hits. And after that, um, just plan on getting back into the studio and recording more, more music. Hey, are you doing any virtuals shows or um, you're going to do any upcoming shows? That's the plan. Um, I know things are starting to open up um, little by little, um, allowing like small venue gatherings. So once that happens, I do plan on doing some live events around the area. I've thought about doing a virtual event. I just haven't really sat down and put it together. But that is up for talks though in the future. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, speaking about virtual, how do you feel with everything being virtual now? Um, <laughs> I, it's my children though have been doing virtual this whole school year. Oh. It's been uh, challenging at times. Um, I just I'll be happy when they can go back to regular. But for some reason though, it, it is good in certain aspects because the safety part about it, you know, like your children are safe, you know, in your in your um, care. Um, with so much stuff going on in the world, it's like you don't know what's going to hit next, you know. And if it wasn't for that part, like the safety and security of like my children are here, they're safe, they're protected. Um, other than that, um, I would be okay with them going going back out you know I do feel like this time gave me a lot of time to kind of pour into them you know and um um catch things that I probably wouldn't catch because you know we're flying out everywhere on busy schedules uh -huh. time yeah. to like gear them you know and right not saying they're on the wrong direction but you know just help right. um keep them on a kind of path um but virtual I am, um, I'm kind of a homebody, so it wasn't too bad, like being at home and doing everything from the computer. I do miss the social aspect 
a little bit of um, being out. Um, I was a part of the worship team back in Texas for my church. I did miss that, going into service, singing, you know, um, in the congregation of people. I did miss right. that. I, um, I really did. Um, overall, I'm happy that things are starting to open up. Um, I have a question. Like, if, if people looking at you and they're going through the same things such as being married, have kids, what advice would you give an artist such as dealing the industry of music? Period. What advice would you give to them to juggle all that at one time? Um, well, I will give the advice that was given to me. It's, it's important to take time to prioritize yourself. You know, if doing something for you, if it's only an hour of working on your music, um social media platforming whatever you're doing um that's good you know because i know as as an artist as a creative it's like you have to get that out you know and if you don't then it's like it leaves it leaves you feeling a little depleted but if you can just carve an hour hours to do whatever you need to do for yourself you know do it in however way you could possibly get it done it's before the kids get up when they on lunch it's after they go to bed if you got to be like my kids are a little older, so I can say, okay, you guys do what you need to do, and I'm going to take this hour to do what I have to do. You know, if that needs to be done, it can be done. I understand babies aren't as giving. You know, you got to get your babies 21%. I get it. I had my little ones at some point in time. So it's like you just have to find that time to black out to do what you need to do for your, for your health. Because not only is it um imperative to your to your your life as an artist but it's imperative for your mental health as well you know and your right. your overall health as a person like it's okay to carve out a little bit of time to get done what you need to be done you know for you if you're not completely done at least you put an hour towards it and you feel great about that you know, mm -hmm. okay we, well, we talked about your challenges. What is one of your biggest accomplishments you've had so far in the music industry as a gospel artist? Um, I think um, when I did my video for God Slow, I was really amazed about how many, um, how well that did. Um, so to me, that was a big, big accomplishment to, um, for, my, for my video for God Slow to reach as many people as it did. Okay. All right, Miss Lacey, do you have any other questions before we go into our trivia? Um, well, like, with you, with you getting adapted to moving so much, do you feel that's like um, taking time from you growing more with your music or putting out your music when you want to? Oh, definitely. Um, I would be not being real with myself if I sit up here and felt like I didn't feel like at times um, I felt like I was at a halt or a step back because of the moving around that I've done or um, or um, not being able to do what I needed to do when I wanted to do it. So um, yeah, I, I do feel like um, I was in a great growing place in Houston. I had met a lot of great artists there there are so many talented people there in the Christian world and right. area. And um, me moving kind of did um, put a little bit of, of a halt on things, you know, that on top of the pandemic, 
but I'm very honest. Right. You know, uh, I do believe that, you know, who God has for me is for me. I do believe that I've taken this long to get here and, and I'm here, you know, for some reason he wants me here. I don't know how far this is going to go. I don't know who it's going to reach, but for whatever reason, I made it to this point. So I believe I will make it to the next, you know, however long it's going to take, however it will get there, it will get done. And I'm in Nashville, which is a great um, music hub as well. Um, and especially for the uh, CCM and Christian gospel arena. So I'm very optimistic about the future. I'm excited. I believe great things are going to come out of it. I was just going to take some, maybe a little bit extra time. Just a little. But... <laughs> I, like, I like you being real because this is what people need to hear. Because, you know, you get discouraged when things like that happen or you get discouraged when things get pushed back. But if it's in your heart and if it's God will, it's going to happen. I don't care if you're 5, 10, or 35, or 55. Yeah. What you put into it and what God wants you to do. That is so true. And, you know, even before I even put out um, my first single, I was like, I'm 32 years old. <laughs> I'm so old in the game right now. Like, I, I had all these years wasted. You know, and God, you know, I just remember him saying, I keep playing over my head, his word is like, I will restore those years. Like what our timing is not his timing, right? You just don't know. Like for me, it took me some time out there to realize, you know, I need to come on back. You need to, you need to come yeah. on back. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's just, I mean, it's just, that's just what it is. And I don't have a problem like expressing it or talking about it because we all have our road that we have. And that's that part of Christianity that I wish was expressed a little bit more that would make our young people feel like um, it's not something so far-fetched, you know, something so unrealistic. Okay. Are you ready for this trivia? We got two questions for you. Okay. Well, it's not really tri trivia. It's like a basic question fun game. Okay. Okay, so mine is... If your life was a movie, name three songs that would be on the soundtrack. Okay. okay. Name three songs that would be on the track. Uh, and why you chose those songs? <laughs> okay. Um, something that I know that can be relatable to. I'll probably do like um, Monica, Don't Take It Personal. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I realized that you know, in our life, we're in our daily move. You know, sometimes you can't, you don't intentionally, you may not be intentionally doing certain things that some people will say you're doing. You know, you're just moving in your life. You're not trying to step on nobody's toes. You ain't trying to hurt nobody's feelings. You're just trying to, you know, ride in your lane. You're just trying to ride it out. And sometimes being so, having such a tunnel vision like that, you may kind of step on some people's toes if they're not. Mm -hmm. Some people may feel neglected, you know. I don't, you know, just because I'm, I'm gonna respond, I promise you, don't take it to heart. It's just stuff like that. I feel like that would be a great, like, don't take it personal. Like, yeah. That'd probably be one. Okay. okay. Um, two, um, uh, uh, For some reason, I don't even know who's the artist to this song. I don't know if it's like Kurt Franklin. 
he had a song on uh, I think the project, one of his albums, it was called I think Love. Love work comes and goes, but few people really know. We love somebody. Have y'all heard that? That would be one as well. Okay, so why would you choose that one? Um, um, love to me is 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 an action word, you know. And when he says, you know. So many, some people don't know what it really means to love somebody. You know, it 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 it, it has so many levels. It has so many dimensions. You know, mm. um, just one of those words that I've been living by, like because love will make you do some things that you would. It will it will make you just be harder. You know, like. I don't know, how can I explain this? Like my, say I, for instance, like um, my son could be lacking in school or something, right? And it's uh-huh. like, because I love you, I'm on you, you know, like that, right. like I'm on you, I'm not letting you go. Like I got you in the clutch like this, like you home, <laughs> you're supposed to be yeah. You know, if I didn't love you, I would let you go out there. You know, that's an example of that. Yeah. You know, People don't know what it means to love and then also that um unconditional love like who you are is who you are to show off with god but i love you unconditionally for who you are and what you're you're doing you know and some people don't understand that that unconditional love can change a person you know what i'm saying they can really like out of whatever like dark place or something they're in mm-hmm. yeah. i agree uh, for sure um um and most recently i guess the song that i've been playing has been um that's not on a christian level is um ariana grande pov i don't know if you guys heard of that one but yeah right. my daughter loves her so that's all we listen to in her in this house <laughs> it's just because it just speaks to the soul of me as a woman you know sometimes we don't see see ourselves in this image as though someone else sees sees us and it's like I wanna love me the way that you love me and it's like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I cannot yeah. see that for myself um yeah. so those are the three songs that I would choose mm-hmm. I'm surprised you didn't pick one of your own <laughs> <laughs> You know, because you know, that represents who you are. I was like, I'm hoping she pick at least one song of her own. <laughs> but it would definitely be um, God Flow if it was a soundtrack to my life. It would definitely be God Flow or Reconnection. Okay. Okay. So, Miss Lacey, what's your question? Well, my trivia question is, if you had one wish that you can do anything besides make another wish or get more money, <laughs> what would it be? I guess I would have no limits. Good. I would be limitless. Like, I wouldn't have any That's a good one. That was a good one. But explain it. What do you mean? No limit? Like no limit? What? Um, explain. I guess when I say no limits, um, whatever, whatever it is that 
set out to do, you know, whatever it is that I want to do, I won't let like anything limit, limit it, like whether it be myself, whether it be a closed door or closed opportunity. Um, I just will approach everything like I'm going to get it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's in my hand, like it's there's limitless possibilities, you know? So I guess that's what I mean. If that makes sense. Okay. It makes sense. I got you. All right. But before we get off, tell everybody where they can follow you. Um, you can follow me on Facebook at Rakeisha Bennett Music, on Facebook, Instagram at Mrs. Keisha Bennett, Twitter, Rakeisha Bennett Music as well, and YouTube, Rakeisha Bennett Music. All right. Well, thanks for interviewing with us today. And like I always like to tell everybody that I just started listening to, you gain a fan with me. You know, I love your energy. Stay positive. Keep going in the right direction, you know. And if any events you have in the A, please let us know so we can come and support. Be there. Definitely love Atlanta. Um, thank you all for having me, though. Seriously, I really enjoyed it, you guys. Um, you ladies are very down to earth. I enjoyed all the questions were great questions. I appreciate it. And I look forward to hearing from y'all in the future. Okay. Yeah. I, I enjoyed your vibe. Oh, I appreciate it. <laughs> well, you have a happy Tuesday. Be blessed and be safe out there. All right, y'all. You too. Thank you. All right. All right.